Welcome to episode 7 of the How's Your Kale podcast. Yes, and in this episode we are talking about the wonderful sport of wrestling. Yes, and even though in the last episode Sneak Peek we did say we would play a game from our past uh, episodes. Yeah, but we've changed our minds and decided to play a brand new game, because why not? Yeah, and it's called uh, Last Letter. Yep, we will get onto that in a bit. Uh, let's start off with a discussion, shall we? Yeah, of course. Let's start with discussion. So, obviously, we are wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we should start off with the probably the company is leading it in at terms of, at the moment, it's got to be WWE. So, let's have a chat about that. So, what do you think? Yes, at the moment, WWE is doing all right. It's, and obviously, at the moment, they have no proper crowds in so it's quite hard for them at the moment but so what do you want to speak about at the moment obviously the modern wrestling how do you feel it's going at the moment uh i asked you first yeah of course you did nice play on that nice play okay um well i just think it's like the storylines they're doing is kind of working for what's happening it's just i think obviously they're doing the best they can to the extent of how bad it's going with but apparently they are set to get crowds back by the latest start of august so that's a good thing um so yeah the storylines are going all right and everything really i just think they're doing quite good for how they're having to adapt to the situations and circumstances they're put in yeah especially like uh loads of, there's lots of crit- criticism from the outside world where they're just they're they're complaining about why are there still showings with no crowds well yeah because the thing is with the sort of the the problem with sort of the schedule behind the company is that they have the wrestlers can't take any breaks it's like every week go to a new city put on a show uh continue the storyline and there's no real holiday and um it's for the fans it's great, but for work for the people working there, it's it's um it's a shame really, especially when there's families involved and you got that, and then you're on tour the other time you're probably on the other side of the world or your family's there. It's, I mean, it's hard. As, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, obviously we we haven't we obviously we don't have you know kids and all yeah, that. Obviously, so we, yeah, obviously. So, so we don't actually fully know the extent, but you can tell by the fact if we know it, imagine how they feel. Right yeah, now, so. because obviously they re- they do the recording of the uh, Monday Night Raw on the Monday, and then they have on the Friday night. But normally during the week, obviously not now as much, but when it was normal, they had a show on a Tuesday, a show on a Wednesday, and then they would come back. They'd always have shows, yeah. for example here in England, and then shows in, like, Germany, Italy, and places like that. So it's just obviously hard for them, and they don't really get much rest. So it's... So hopefully... Hopefully, when it's back to normal, they might have a break. They should have a break, but don't know. Um, Do you have anything more to say about the modern wrestling side of it at the moment? With modern wrestling, so it's amazing that they somehow found a way to um, get past the coronavirus outbreak. And as in, they found a way, they're doing shows without crowds. Uh, it must feel a bit awkward, but yeah. they're, they're, they're pulling it out, they're doing it. That was obviously modern wrestling, how we speak about that. When we go into NXT and how NXT was, is a big, still a big part of. Uh, WWE because that's where everyone kind of starts off and then pushes up if you know what I mean so yeah. uh, what's your opinions on NXT well um, I was a fan of NXT like a long time for a long time uh, probably about five four years now uh, at first I did believe that uh, well NXT is like oh, okay, well, well you might as well right seen it and it was amazing i caught uh shinsuke nakamura's story that sort of that story that was good um 
it, the amazing thing about NXT, right, is that you wouldn't expect it. I, I think you didn't expect it. I did tell you, like, oh, mate, NXT's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it took and me, like, a, oh, oh, Bob, it took like, me yeah. a while. It took me a while yeah. to get into it. Yeah. But once I, once I did, like, yeah. one of my favourite rivalries was, like, for you, you're on about Shinsuke. But for me, I think, like, the Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano uh, rivalry. And it's only just finished, but it was such a powerful rivalry that they had, and it just worked so well. Because, like, Johnny Gargano is such an amazing wrestler and such an amazing person, because he went from being in DIY with Tommaso Ciampa, and then, obviously, Tommaso Ciampa turned on him. They had a massive rivalry. That ended. He went on to... He went on to Adam Cole, and then that's finished now, and he's on with Keith Lee, going for their next North American Championship, which I think he's just such an amazing wrestler. He can adapt to anything, and he can just... He's got so much chemistry with so many people in the ring. I just think he's so, so good. So if I, I think my favourite match of all time was from NXT was either Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, the two out of three falls match, NXT TakeOver, I think it's Chicago, I'm not going to hold on to that because it, it might be 10 cows, but it's either Chicago or Toronto, or the Fatal 4 t- tag team match for the vacant tag team championships with the uh, Street Profits and um, the Forgotten Sons in there. Oh, yeah. So that, right. was amazing, um, that was wait, amazing. Wait, tell me about the Johnny Gargano match, what was it? Oh, yeah, sorry. The two, yep. out of, two out of three falls match, which I just, they made the crowd go so wild and, like, be entertained with, he's hit his move, and then he's kicked out of it, and, like, his finisher, for people who don't know, Adam Cobb's finisher is the last shot where he run, kicks them, runs, and then knees in the back of the head, goes for the cover. No one had ever kicked out of that until this match between Gargano and Cole, and he kicked out of it for the first time. And that's where you just went, you know he's good when he kicks out of it. Even though it's all staged, still for him to be the first wrestler to kick out of it. And it was just so, so good. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I NXT, ask, yeah, the storyline behind those. It's the, is this, the creative process is amazing. The creative match is good. 2016 NXT from then on, I believe, was really like the pinnacle, I would say. Um, especially with the Finn Balor sort of thing, like Finn Balor's like great NXT run, uh, his career. Well, obviously, at the moment, it's being the it's a bit it, basically it's in the bin, basically. But let's say, oh, yeah, because he's uh, went back to NXT, isn't he? And you don't yeah. really know what's happening. He, he's he started this small feud, but I don't really know what's happening with him, so we're going to have yeah, it. But, uh, yeah, he seems so promising, but anyway, yeah. So, the the rivalry between the, th- I think, the triple entente, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Shinsuke Nakamura, those three at the time were, it's amazing, they broke all the records. First steel cage match in NXT, first, like, Extreme Rules match in NXT, like, all of these, like, they, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor, they're there, Shinsuke Nakamura, he's like the king of strong style, really works up the crowd and sort of entices the audience to go, come on then, watch this match. Then the quality of the matches, if that's not enough, like the sort of the showcase, the quality of the matches, back-to-back action, really last-minute sort of like turnovers, um, amazing moments, breathtaking uh, senses and... It's just an overwhelming, amazing thing. And it's happening right in front of your eyes. And probably one day, if we save up enough money, we might go and see, yeah, yeah, yeah. see it. Yeah, which I would love to do. So so NXT is obviously building people up and going to lift people up. And that's where they go up to Raw and SmackDown. But I'm not going to speak bad about it. I'm just going to say that normally people like Shinsuke Nakamura... He had an amazing NXT run, and then he got lifted. He got lifted up, and got ruined. If you know what I mean, like, and he 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 had a kind of a shot at a type at 
WWE title with AJ Styles, but he never really, really got started when he got lifted up. And that's what I'm, I don't really enjoy about it. So, for example, Finn Balor. Finn Balor actually had a chance when he moved up. He went to SummerSlam and he became the inaugural WWE Universal title by beating Seth Rollins. But during that match, um, Seth Rollins accidentally injured his uh, Finn Balor's shoulder bite and it dislocated it and he had to vacate the title. And from then on, he never really had a, another chance of it, if you know what I mean. He never has really recovered from that downfall. So, obviously, NXT has been a massive, massive part of WWE and how they have lifted superstars. But then, as I was saying with Shinsuke Nakamura, they never really do much because they just focus on the stars that are already there. That's what I would like to see change in the next couple of years, where if you do bring someone up, do give them a push for six months. I'm not saying all the time give them a push. I'm just saying for the first six, seven months that they are there, give them a push. Give, give them a decent rivalry to delve into. So that's that's why I'm saying with the six or seven months, I think they should get a proper, proper rivalry. What do you think about that? Oh, I I totally agree with you there. Um, to be, yeah, to be fair, they're not... I remember... In the before 2016, there was this like moment where NXT was just there, it wasn't exciting, it was just there, yeah. Um, and when wrestlers came up in the industry, it was just they were just like in a mid card or below that, they were opening or something. It, it's a bit sad at the time where these actually there's some talented wrestlers and then they just put to the side, but now, no way, no way, Jose, uh, they go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So th- it's good that they're actually caring about NXT, and maybe they don't even have to move up. Make it. They can just stay there because it looks like to be good quality. But however, if you want, you know, the WrestleMania, the big yeah, you want the big ones. You, yeah. you want the main roster. So I've yeah. In terms of Adam Cole, right? Already has a massive fan base. Already, me mm. and you are fans of him. We we like his character. Big fan base, uh, especially Johnny Gargano, Gargano, sorry. Um, um, and then I personally, one of my favorite NXT superstars, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. I like, uh, yeah, but, the rivalries between, between, uh, I remember when he had a rivalry between Alistair Black. What a rivalry! Yeah, really good. And the storylines again, it's just. Innovative thinking, original, well, not original, but maybe it's original. But I don't know. It's it's innovative. It's inno- innovative. Yeah. Word, I say the word. It's 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 unique. It's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just thinking how many rivalries are going. Like for example, at the moment, Velveteen Dreams just kind of sloped off and finished his uh, like kind of rivalry with Adam Cole because of. NXT TakeOver in your house was a few days ago and how he lost the opportunity to ever go for the NXT title again as long as Adam Cole is still the champion. So just to summarise NXT, I think overall it's at the moment, in my opinion, the best brand in WWE because of the quality of it and the, the unexpected style of it. But yeah, that's how I think about NXT. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. I think NXT is great and it will achieve further things. And especially with the new pay per views, War Games is innovative, really good. So yeah. <laughs> I think we should now move on. Let's hop into our time machine. Let's go to the past. Now. Yes, so we're going back to 1997. The exact 9th of November, 1997. Do you remember what happened then? Uh, I believe it's the great event or the controversial Montreal Screwjob. Yes, you are correct. Survivor Series of 1997 when Bret Hart was screwed over and Sean Michaels was handed the title. So, we're going to talk about this and how conspiracy theories have gone around it and how whether we believe he was actually screwed or whether it was a storyline or whether whatever 
Yep. Mm-hmm. So let's start off on the event itself and leading up to it. So Bret Hart was leaving WWE and going to WCW, its rival company at the time. He was yep. the he was the current WWF cha- champion, and they wanted him to lose the title to Shawn Michaels at the Survivor Series for him to go to when for him to leave WWE to go to WCW. And Brett apparently said, no, I don't want to lose the title, I just want to keep it, and then you can strip it from me. And that's what he said. Vince was obviously not very happy with this. Um, they, they came up with a plan to sell him out, to, to strip it of him, for yep. Shawn Michaels to get him in Brett's move, the sharpshooter, and for him to, in uh, air quotes, uh, tap out. And obviously, as we know, Brett didn't tap, but the referee, L. Hebner, rang the bell, called for the bell. So, wow. So, what do you believe? Do you believe that he was actually screwed, or do you think it was just a storyline? The thing is, um, in terms of storyline, I didn't want Brett to lose. In terms of uh, real life, sort of like mistake. Again, Brett. I, at the time, Brett was amazing. So, what do you think? Do you think it was just a storyline, or do you think it was just Vince being Vince and screwing him over? If, in my opinion. I would say it's not... I think it's a mistake. No, it got to be other time, probably Vince screwed him up, probably, actually. You I think, think that screwed... is probably the... Yeah, I can see that happening, but then again, I could see they they could do a flip on us and go, we know people think that Vince could do that to people, and we're just playing. But the way Brett speaks about it today doesn't seem like he was... So, I think it was... Yeah, I think he screwed him. Okay. Like, I'm probably about 80% 20, like 80-20. I think he screwed him 80%, but there's 20% of my, of my mind going, mm. it could have been a storyline. Could have been. But... Could have been, but yeah. But we can't put, I can't put my finger on it properly, but I'm going to just say he screwed him because it is Vincent Mann, what you expect, he probably did. So, yes. But it was so infamous at the time it's still talked about today yeah and that's probably why they did it if it was a storyline that's why they did it because they know people like we are now are speaking about it and will continue to speak about it so i went with 80 20 what do you think 70 30 i think there's more of a chance it could be a little mistake but um yeah, yeah. so that is that that's the montreal screw job Let's move on to our second topic, or mini topic. What is that? The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Obviously, when you think of The Undertaker, you think of what many things, but probably the most thing is The Undertaker streak. Yes, his infamous WrestleMania streak, which lasted for over 20 years. So, I've got Google this. When did it start? What year did it start? It started at WrestleMania 7 in 1991 when he beat Jimmy Snooker. Yes. So it's been going on for ages. Yes, it has. And um, it's... Well, especially um, The Undertaker, the streak that he had is actually insane. He's faced probably one of the best in the company. Mm-hmm. At the show of shows, the show of the immortals, uh, and also for different, there's different stipulations. There's like two on handicap match the, uh, between Atron and the Big Show, as in like uh, two on one handicap match. Also, there was like um, a Hell in a Cell match between um, Triple H, and I believe Shawn Michaels was a uh, special guest referee. Yeah. So it's it's so he, so he, he included he. he... Including people such as the giant, like the big boss man, including people such as Triple H, Shawn Michaels. And it's just like. Batista as well, yeah. Yeah. All the greats, all the greats for wrestling. They were there. It's actually insane. Yeah, I understand what you mean. And it's just so. It went on for such a long time, and I just think. 
Oh my god. So, so let's do this, right? What was your reaction? WrestleMania 30. When you heard about... When street... I heard about it, I was shocked. Like anyone would be. Yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts at WrestleMania 8. What? Like he had Mark Henry as well up there. And it's just, he has so many people. One of my favourites he faced was Shane McMahon. Even though it was after his streak, it didn't really count as his streak because it was after. But Shane McMahon's match at WrestleMania 32. His Brilliant. Himself, that was an amazing match. But I think one of my favourite matches was the Shawn Michaels as the special guest referee against Triple H in Hell and Cell. That was an amazing match. But if I had to pick one match, which was the best out of the WrestleMania streak, it had to be Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, because they just were amazing. What about you? What was your favourite? Um, of the, on how the Undertaker sort of streak hold. In terms of, I don't... I I also believe the Triple H versus Undertaker as well. That that one was really um, out there. Um, what, what else can I say? Undertaker is such an icon, and uh, yep. yeah, you can't get away from that. What? So you asked me how I felt when the Undertaker's streak was broken. When I felt. How did you feel? At the time, I was. It was shocking. It's probably the most shocking thing in probably in the history of WWE, probably. Um, but it, it was just like it, when you see it, it's it's just a moment of tension, and then boom, there you're there now. the The streak is gone. The streak, it's over. And the and what I felt like, I feel like this can't. I, it was unbelievable. I just, I just thought it can't happen. It's impossible, right? Or like, yeah. they can't do that, right? So, but, uh, how yeah, did you so, feel? So, it, it was like, oh, it was. I saw it. I was like, no, come on, kick out. One, two, three. When he said three, I was like, oh my, how, 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 how? And then after that, he didn't say anything. He just sort of walked wearily off the state, off the ring, and into the ramp into the backstage yeah oh, I, so i've asked you how you felt how how do you feel though that it was brock lesnar that broke it i don't like it i just don't, i think i mean no offense to brock right but to be, to be honest right brock he's good however he shouldn't have he shouldn't have been him who broke it to be fair yeah. it shouldn't have been him to broke it to break it sorry he should have been like a workhorse of the company. I've been saying this for like many years now. It should have been John Cena, really. Hmm. He's the work of company. He brings people to staff. Everyone, I think everyone likes him anyway. So it, it should be like, okay, well, you know, it should be that. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, what What can you do? So I, I totally agree right. with that. I totally agree with that, but like, I I understand I wouldn't have put that in my... I wouldn't have done that. But I've spoken to other people who have said that... Who are older than me, who have watched wrestling since they were younger. And they have said he was one of the perfect people to do it, just because how he is been in the... Been in the company since he, 2002. And he was the perfect person to do it and so on and i just for me i don't think he was the perfect person to do it but you're never going to please everyone if as soon as you pick someone to go break a streak you're not going to please everyone in the book so they had to pick someone who would have been the best option for them and yeah so um Absolutely. Do, do you think it was the right time to break it no absolutely i think yeah it... The only option was probably is between either don't break it or break it by someone who is good. As in, like, who is, like, the right choice. Yeah. They should have felt it in their hearts to say, okay, we know that 
I know Brock's Brock, but I mean, come on, like there's so many other good people to break it. But hey, what bygones were bygones, right? Exactly. I know. What I mean, so the Undertaker streak is another moment that we've spoken about. Now I want to go on to a certain thing where we just speak about our favourite types of things, such as I want to start with what is your favourite finisher of all time? Terms, okay, so I'm a bit rusty on my knowledge, but at the time I liked um well, okay, what finisher did I really like? Is Brock's Pete Dunn, you know Pete Dunn? Yeah. Bitter end, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And obviously Shinsuke's uh Kinsasha, so I like I like okay. those. Uh, what else did I like? Um I'm not really a fan of submissions, but I, I mean I don't, I don't mind Yeah. But hey, well I know what I mean. Yeah, you were saying yeah. You? I th- I think I agree with Pete Dunne. That's such a good finisher itself. I think one of my f- I like the um I like the Huluva kick and um oh yeah love the Huluva kick. So and what well, another one of my favourites. I like the Styles Clash because it's different. Oh yeah. So that's a different one. But if I had to place one, I think probably Dirty Deeds. His okay. not the not the original, but the one he does that he did these days, not the original, Dirty Deeds, but the second version of it. What the sort of the butterfly DDT? Yeah, like the butterfly DDT. So oh, okay. And I I look that. Yeah, F I Jack Hammer is good. I like the Jack Hammer. Yeah, like the Jack Hammer. So I mean, these these are good finishes. To be fair, they look cool. Mm. Um, that's what you want. Yeah. I like. Yeah, right. I like. Bitter end is good. Yeah, the bitter end's brilliant. I love, like, obviously Adam Cole with the, his last shot and his Panama Sunrise. He's got a, an amazing move set with that, and yeah. and Velveteen Dream as we were on about earlier. His Purple Rainmakers. I just love that. Oh, oh yeah, it's Purple Rainmakers. Or oh, what's the? Oh, I always forget his finisher because I'm a bit rusty. He's called. He's called the Purple Haymaker, right? No, Dream Drive. No, was it? De- oh, Dream Driver. What is Death it Valley Driver. That's it. Death Valley. Is it called Death Valley Driver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So that was it. Fair enough. That Velveteen's yeah. Velveteen dreams. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what about the favorite finisher? And that is that. But obviously the finisher has to be done by someone. So who would your favorite wrestler be? Um, I did say I like Velveteen Dream. Velveteen yeah. Dream was one of my favourites. Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. I like Drew now. Because the thing is, with, I'm, just, I'm not saying, like, oh, okay. At one point, I lo- I liked, um, uh, what was at one point? Uh, it's, I liked, uh, what's his name? Oh, my, what's his name? Oh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, my, yeah. I can't really forget his name. Um, yeah, so... It's just people who are good, but Velveteen Dream. When I saw him, it was just he's good, and she's just gonna come more as well. Yeah, fair enough. So I yeah. love. Uh, what about me? Um, I love Adam Cole, as I've been saying. I love someone who never really got pushed back when he was in WWE. Um, Evan Bourne. I'd really big hopes for him. Um. I love Rey Mysterio as well. Just absolutely love him. at the moment. Obviously, his retirement storylines in the air. So, um, but Shawn Michaels, I loved Shawn Michaels because he was just amazing. So, mm-hmm. but he, he properly retired before I like properly came into it. But watching mm-hmm. back on his matches were always good on me. I love those matches. Uh, but Dean Ambrose, I loved Dean Ambrose and how I loved his finisher. I just loved his character and his charisma. So, yeah, so those are my favourite types of wrestlers and favourite wrestlers. Do you really have a favourite match? If you don't really have a favourite match, so if you have a favourite match of all time or just like a match type, if you know what I mean. I'm only, what makes a match good? It's. Is also it's the um, it's the match itself, as in like the match type, the participants and mm. the story. 
I yeah. think those three, or maybe more, those are kind of key. What I always loved, I always like WrestleMania, obviously, right? Royal Rumble is great, but also I have um, the SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT now, like at Survivor Series. Those I like those; they're really good. Yeah, you know, they're they're really like um, innovative, and especially with um, if you if you remember in 2019 Survivor Series, there's a guy called Keith or Keith. I don't know what his name... Like, the current uh, North American... Uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee, that's it. He was awesome mm-hmm. in um, was it, it, in the series. And then he was great in the Royal Rumble. So, as you see, like, it, you can see that some of the, the brand sort of supremacy sort of feeling behind it. Yeah. Um, those are... Like, you have, like, great superstars fighting each other. And it's a dream matchup, especially when do you remember the Wyatt when Randy yeah. Orton joined the Wyatt family? Do you remember that? Yeah. Now it's interesting. Like the Wyatt family sort of took it home for SmackDown there. Yeah. So it's just the the Survivor Series brand sort of like matchups. They're really good, especially while like it was champion versus champion. Yeah. AJ, I think. Oh my god, I forgot. I, for- I can't believe I forgot. See, as you see with Rusty, I'm rusty with this. I remember I've, I'm a big fan of AJ Styles as well. Yeah. AJ Styles is probably the most unique, probably the best out there. And um, I remember the specific match between AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar, champion versus champion. Even though Brock Lesnar won, the match, mate, oh my god, it was awesome. So, yeah, Survivor Series is. It's one of my personal favourites. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, match types. I love a two out of three falls match. Okay. Especially the one Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano where they would always have them. And it just really, it's brilliant because you don't have just one fall. It's obviously, it's brilliant when the first fall goes and you're like, oh, that person with the first fall is just going to go and win it. And then they turn it around and the other person wins the second fall. And yeah. So I love them type of matches. Well, sticking with that type of theme is like the Iron Man matches. But I love a classic ladder match. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree with you there. Classic I love ladder matches good. Mm. So, like, for example, the Money in the Bank or just for, like, the championship. For example, you're on about the North American championship. Like, mm. oh, that, yeah. that's how that is debated. And, yeah, that's just how I think. What, what are your, what are you, uh, what about uh, the Royal Rumble? Yeah, I, uh, well, obviously, the Royal Rumble on itself is just an amazing one. I love that. I loved, uh, like, Survivor Series, how you were going on about that. I love, like, those type of elimination matches. For example, this is going to go way back to 2014. Payback, if you remember that pay-per-view, where the Shield were having a feud with Evolution. They had a no-holds-barred no elimination match. I absolutely love that match. That was Probably one of my favourite matches I've watched in ages, which we yeah. get on to the Shield in a minute. But I feel like that. Yeah, um, I would like to know also, right? Sometimes with Royal Rumble, sorry, um, was they sometimes? Uh, I remember when Drew McIntyre won, like the last yeah. one. Yeah. But the last couple of like Royal Rumbles, um, they've been awesome actually, especially when when Shinsuke Nakamura won the last like six were like old versus new it was like yeah. randy or and john cena and um what was it john cena and uh ray mysterio versus like shinsuke and finn balan you know the new the new people yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just it seemed like a cool moment and especially when then after that drew mcintyre the way he won it as well it's it's these pay-per-views they do well you know they do well yeah, yeah i know what you mean and they are always really good and always a joy to watch on itself. So um, that's always good to speak about. Yeah, we should move on, shouldn't we? Yeah, move on. Um, so as I was on about the shield, how do you feel like your favourite like faction, your favourite like group in itself? Oh, wow. I mean, speak- let, let's just start here, right? Yeah. But do you remember the time where tag team was just used to be just boring? Yeah. Like, I think this tag team sort of like helped the tag team um, division way. Yeah. Shield is yeah the shield absolutely, yeah, 
the shield helped um help the tag team division. Yeah. Um it's like obviously he's got like three amazing superstars and um it's got like a uh, like good strain, good storylines here and there. Really awesome. But yeah. also the new day. Yep. Obviously the longest reigning uh SmackDown champions of history. Yeah. It, see they they with tag teams I think they gotta bring like entertainment to the table. Yeah. The Shield and the New Day do bring it. And also the Usos. I remember the feud between um the Usos versus the New Day. It was just really entertaining to watch. Yeah. And um it's it's about time because normally when I'm like watching like tag team I'm like oh great here goes another hour of my time which is yeah, yeah, yeah. which it should not be it should not be the case because tag team I believe they they do deserve some respect and some yeah. like creative time as well. Would you like a random fact about the Usos? Go ahead. I share a birthday with both of them. Oh right. So yeah, I share a birthday with both of the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. I share oh, a birthday that's with. Awesome, isn't it? So yeah. one day we we can we can celebrate both of your birthdays together. Yeah. At SummerSlam somewhere, or, well, because that's nearest my birthday. So. Okay. The thing is, I'm born in like a, like it's a school month sort of like I can only use, it's nothing happens in September so yeah fair enough. anyway so, so yeah I, um so you you would say the new day or the Usos would you and the shit like the problem is the pro I'm again I I've probably that by now I'm really indecisive I can't decide. Yeah. But between the Shield, the New Day, and the Usos, it's just like uh, the New Day is a personal favorite because they're entertaining. The Shield, it's all it's the Shield. Like you can't evolution yeah. is evolution. So this these little teams they've just improved the uh, sort of things a lot. Yeah, yeah. I I would say that yeah, agreed with the Shield. I agree with all of them to be fair. But if I had to pick a couple, I'd say definitely the Shield. And at the moment. The Undisputed Era. Uh, obviously, yep. Obviously. And how Adam Cole leads it with Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish and Cole O'Reilly. They are just so, so um, dominating in how good they are in NXT at the moment. And hopefully when they come up to the Evil Raw or SmackDown, I would like them to stay together. I would like them to do very, very well, if you know what I mean. Because they are an amazing dominating yep. faction. So, yeah. Do you... So, yeah. Um, what would Absolutely you say... Absolutely agree there. What would you say... Okay, this is two, a kind of a two-part question. One, okay. one, each year, what are you looking forward to? Like, what is the paper you look forward to the most? Okay, that is a good show, actually. Well, what I look forward to is obviously, come on, like, the show of the Immortals. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania, that's that's always Obviously. because it's just WrestleMania, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. But in terms, I I look forward to Royal Rumble because it's the start of a new it's start of the year, right? And mm-hmm. so it sort of starts a new year, new storyline for the for for WWE and stuff. Yeah, as a new guy to root for. So, um, I, I look forward to Royal Rumble because I want to see what what what's going on. I think like what what. WWE looking forward to do seeing maybe are they going to boost a guy up or are they going to like push a guy or are they going to bring someone from the NXT over I see with Royal Rumble you don't expect it so I think in terms of like looking forward to I mean WrestleMania is WrestleMania but without the Royal Rumble it's just a bit like yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you mean Royal Rumble Royal Rumble is a setup for the showcase of the Immortals. So. Yes. So on the road to WrestleMania, yeah, I totally agree. So, you're, so, you're, so you're, yeah, so you're like really undermining the character. You're like, oh yeah, I'm rooting for this guy, especially with Drew McIntyre. That's exactly what happened. Like, yeah. I was, I was rooting for him to win, and, and he did. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. So you're on about the road to WrestleMania. For me, what the thing I look forward to each year is the one straight after that. It's an elimination chamber. I absolutely love it. It's just. Okay. I just think it's an amazing pay-per-view to sit there and watch because it just is. It's so entertaining with Elimination Chain. You never really know who's going to win. Even though you may go, yeah, I know he's going to win. You never really know. Yeah. 
same with the Royal Rumble. You never really know who's going to win that, who's going to return, who's going to... So that's why they are so two really good pay-per-views. Um, but the other part of the question I was on about is, of all time, if you had to pick one pay-per-view, what would it be? WrestleMania? No, but I meant like... Oh, no, oh, sorry. Mm, yeah, sorry. You know what you just asked? That's a hard question. Yeah, that's but why I've done it. Good... I think... I think it's got to be Wrestle- last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 35. So, okay. I, I'd reckon. Okay. So, WrestleMania 35, WrestleMania 35. What did that contain? What you had? Um, History moments. So. Like history, so obviously, like the first female WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Obviously, it was a bit. The ending was a shame. If you know, if you know, what I mean, the ending was a bit of a shame. But um, as in, like the way it was executed as a mistake somewhere. I don't know what happened. Like shoulder was not down. Apparently, it was down. Like it's just loads of like. Yeah. You had... But but in terms of like, it's a really good show. So. Yeah. At that but... time, it was a really good show. Um, is basically like the Miz and Shane McMahon. Normally, yeah. Mi- the Miz is like the bad guy, but in this case, it wasn't. It was Shane McMahon was the bad guy. So it just it took WrestleMania 35 for me. It was like a personally like they took risks, yeah, and it worked well. Not everything works well. That's fair enough, but um, it it went well, I think. And the the way that they executed it was brilliant, especially like what was I think it was like. Last man standing between the Miz and yeah, it was, and you, you you never really saw like a WrestleMania, so you get to see a bit of the arena. So it was, I think WrestleMania thirty five was really yeah, fair enough. I totally agree with that. Like WrestleMania thirty five, I was going to say kind of the same thing. For it was just such a good pay per view itself, and I'm going to have to agree with you on WrestleMania thirty five because it was a good pay per view. Triple H beating Batista and just so on, but. I just want to drag back to WrestleMania uh, 33. It was just just for one match. Just for one match on a drag. Is this the Undertaker one? No, it's not. You may think it is. It's not. It is when the legendary Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy returned with a fatal four-way tag team match versus Luke Gallows, Cole Anderson, Enzo Amore and Big Cass. And Sheamus and Cesaro. So and obviously we both know that you're a big fan of the Hardys, aren't you? Yep, yep, yep. Obviously that's why you brought them up. Yeah, because, because... it's just when it happened, I was like, oh my god, they've returned and at that point I just was so excited that they returned. So yeah. But yeah, I have to kind of agree with you on WrestleMania thirty five. It was one of my favourite WrestleMania's considering like the yeah. entertainment side of it, so yeah, I think we were always going to pick a WrestleMania because we it was it's the best show in the year. So yes, for WrestleMania 35 to be picked was not a bad one. So yes, thank you, uh, thanks for that, Harvey. As we know, re- we like wrestling, so yeah. So I think now we're going to move on to the game. Yes. So we'll see you there. See you there. Thank you all for listening. See you there. Hello, and now we're going to play a game called Last Letter. Yes, indeed, we're going to play a game called Last Letter, and basically, we will have three rounds, three different topics, and someone will say, for example, we do countries, I say Panama, and then you have to continue and just say, for example, that ends with the letter A. I would then have to say Australia and so on. You would just have to continue it until... Yes, okay. Yeah, that is that is basically this last... We, we'll play three rounds. That'd be three great. Two. Obviously, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, no, yeah. let's do the category first. Well, we category. need a category, please. Okay, vegetables. Oh, God. The categories vegetables. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so let's do obviously conventional game of rock, paper, scissors as always. So let's do there it. There we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What you go? I went with scissors. I went with paper. You go first. I go first. Okay. Okay, here we go. In three, two, 
one apple. I know. I, I screwed that up. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I'm an idiot. 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 All right, three. I start again. Three. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Three, two, one. Carrot. Tomato. Olive. Eggplant. Eggplant. Time. Does that time count? It's a herb. Oh. So. I can't say tomato again, so I'm out. So one nil. It's one nil to Harvey already. Already good. Okay, go on in. Round okay, two. New, new category. Oh, we've got animals. Animals, okay. Rock, paper, scissors, here we go. Rock. I, mean, I think you should start. I think. Okay, no, no, I think it's fair if we do rock, paper, scissors. Okay, fine then. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoes. I went with rock. Oh, right, scissors, you oh. won again, so you can go first. Okay. I need to think because I'll, I'm probably going to say, like, cupboard or something. Really <laughs> cupboard. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go with tiger. Rabbit. Um, tarantula. Oh. Um, alpaca. What's that? Alpaca. Um, an albatross. Bird, isn't it? Snake. Um, an eagle. Uh, elephant. Um, a tiramisu. <laughs> what does that even end with? You. You, I think. Oh, you. I'm, I, I, all I can think of is the word umbrella, so I'm losing that. <laughs> oh, I'm oh my, it's 1-1. One, one. One, one. It's and one, it's the one. Final round. Final round. Are you ready? Oh, I can't even think of an animal beginning with you. Can you? Um, it's probably is there. There's probably something. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I never clue. You, uh, threw, you threw me right into that weapon. I mean, you could. I think you could like sort of copy where out, and you can say like Ugandan monkey or something. I don't know. Yeah, but then you could say about anything. Um. Yeah, but that's sort of a cop out, isn't it? So, I mean, I don't think there is. So, so animals begin. Are you okay. ki- are, are you a kiri, which is a monkey? A yune, which is a sloth, uh, and basically it just goes Uganda, Ugandian. Yeah, so basically it's just. Okay, so boys. Final round. Third round. Topic. So it's one one. The score's one one right now. One to me in Montalvo, obviously. This is a deciding round. So, this round, this category right now, it's the subject of school. What, like school subjects? Or just No, school? just school, just school. So, anything to do with school. Okay. Yeah, that's... Oh, final round, rock, paper, scissors, there we go. There we go. Are you ready? Yep, rock. Paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, wait, where'd no, you go rock, for? The, don't. Rock. Oh, no way. I'm rock as well. Okay, let's go again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I no, want scissors. Scissors. <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock. Oh my. <laughs> rock, rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Scissors. Scissors as well. I'm not even joking, this is scissors. What is going on? Uh, rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Scissors. scissors. Um, oh, you're joking! <laughs> I thought you were going to go paper. Uh, I thought you were going to go paper. Okay. okay. Final round, otherwise, we just picked rock. someone. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors. Paper. Yay! <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, there okay. you go. We got. We got school. So, ready? Yep. Maths. Science. English. Home cooking. Home science. That's it. Home science. Home science. Home, that was it. Home science. So, um, it's E. E. Oh, E. E. Sorry, didn't hear. E. Uh, education. Oh, it's something to do with school, isn't it? Yeah, it's something to do with school. Yeah. <laughs> education. Um, Nugent. Um, 
just begins with a T. T. Oh my god. Um, table. Yes, tables in school. D. Yep. English literature. English literature. Uh, English language. Exam. Uh, music. Uh, cooking. Oh, 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 is he gonna, is he, oh, come on, come on, time's ticking, my friend. Uh, come on. Quickly, come on. Gardening, what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. In Un what school do you do gardening? Um, I don't know. Very posh school. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, what could you said for, what did I say, <laughs> exam, didn't I? You said no, you said uh, cooking, and I had to do something with G. What could you do with G? Um, great. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, you one, two, one. Well done. Well done. Well done to you as well. It's a very, very good game. We might play that in the future, actually. We yes, we will hopefully play that again in the future. Thank you for listening, though. That was wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Game. So now that was that game. Uh, that was lost letter, and now. We're going to go off to the sneak peek. Thank you very much. See you there. Hello and welcome to sneak peek. Next episode, we've got another special guest. So hopefully we'll see you then. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you again next time. Bye.